Hello, again, this is Warren Mayenga, and this is my second episode of my Nameless Podcast. Um, I want to keep it short, I want to keep it short today, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to go crazy, um, I still... I still did not plan what to talk about. So once again, this beautiful, very wet Tuesday night, I will be covering whatever topic that I think about from the top of my head. Uh, We could start by... We could start by, you know, I'll first introduce myself, you know, like more. I, I, I want the people to, whoever's listening to this, to really know me. Okay, so <clears throat> I was born in Tanzania, which is in Africa. It's in the eastern part of Africa. I uh, lived there all my life, you know, up until I was like 12 and then I came to the United States in which people would ask me where I'm from and I'll be like, oh, I'm from Tanzania. And then they'll be like, oh my gosh, what is that? Where is that? What is that? Is that Tasmania? What is that? And I came to find out that nobody, literally nobody, only just like the smart people that, you know, curious people around here, really know where Tanzania is at. A lot of people knew no countries like you know people know countries like South uh, South Africa, Nigeria, Kenya, which is surprisingly very popular here, but nobody knows Tanzania, you know, where we have the the biggest mountain, <laughs> the big the tallest mountain in Africa and like top ten whatever in the world. But so yeah, but I was um I was born in Africa in Tanzania. You know, my dad was in the my dad was in the uh, the the country's army. You know, so I was a military child. So we moved uh, we moved a lot. You know, we didn't move like extremely a lot, but I remember from a young age going from one house to another, then to another house to another, and then to another house to another, and then I'm here. So it was always just movement. It was constant, just going to different places, you know. Yeah, so I I learned, I started, I learned how to speak English when I was six years old. And that was because my parents, you know, took me to a very, a very strict, it was a very strict religious private school. Like, with um, yeah, private school with... uh. It was a um it was a private boarding school. Yeah. I remember the year previous to that, I, I still remember when we went to go visit and you know, I was like, Oh my gosh, this is so cool, you know, I like this place and all that and then the day of of me going to the place, which was literally felt like thousands of miles away from my help from my home, I remember uh that day that day, oh my God, it was so horrible because I was young, and then being that young, looking at watching your mom leaving you behind, 
that really just like you know builds up a lot of a lot of questions you know like oh my gosh like why are they leaving me do they hate me you know stuff like that so i remember that was day one that was i I remember the whole day one because the whole day one i spent crying i did not stop crying from that from the moment that they they put me they left me and i think up until the next day you know, I kept crying. I remember I went to my dorm, and then there was this handicapped kid, and he was handicapped because he had a big, uh, he had a huge scar on his chest and his arms and his back because he had a, uh, he was in a fire fire accident. You know, he got burnt. Like he, his burning was so bad that like he could barely like function. But he was a very smart kid, and I remember. I, from you know, from as back as I can go, I remember him <laughs> just coming over, and then I looked at him, and I'm like, "This man, this kid is deformed. This kid is, you know, this, this he's 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 different." And he walked up to me. He's like, he he was like, "It's all right, Warren. It's okay. You know, we got you. You know, your parents did not leave you. They just, you know, they just here so you can go to school. They come visit you. It's all right. It's all right." He he. From what I remember, it was him just kept te- constantly just telling me, it's all right, bro, you don't have to cry, it's all right, we got you, you're going to make friends, you know, it's all right, it's all right. So, yeah, so that was my first school. Uh, I, spent a, I spent a year as a six-year-old at a boarding school, which was literally like, I think, uh, like, it was a. It was pretty far from where I lived. So I, I only, I, I only, I think I only saw my parents during, during the weekend, and it was during um, the weekdays where we had like activities and stuff, and I like you know it was a biblical biblical school. So I, the teachers and the cooks they were always like you know they were always like uh, re, um act out scenes from the bible which was very good i really like that school in a way kind of okay so yeah that school introduced me to isolation and also being comfortable being by yourself because strange strangely enough a lot of people out here really do not know how to be comfortable with themselves, you know? They they always seek attention and stuff like that. But I learned from a really young age how to be comfortable and how to just control yourself, you know, how to just be in your thoughts and always think ahead. So that school, I remember a couple of days, I went to that school only knowing how to say yes and no. And that's that's how I remember. I used to say, I used to tell like friends and everybody, and they used to laugh. I I remember I used to um, I used to tell them that I'll go, I walk around, and then kids walk up to me and they'll be like, "How are you doing today? How are you doing this this?" And I'll just be like, "Yes," and they'll be like, "Oh, how um how how do you like your hair?" And I'll be like, "No," you know. I just kept saying yes, no, yes, no. That's because I didn't know how to speak um English. And at that time, Tanzania is um. The main language in Tanzania is Swahili. So up until then, all I knew how to speak was Swahili, and I did not know how to speak English. But that school was so strict about speaking English that if you spoke a word of Swahili, they would literally, like, like 
smack you like they'll hit you like in the butt and all that you know and it's africa so kids i know every african kid who, who's who's from africa who's lived you know who's a, who's my age right now know knows this that kids in school get their ass beat like crazy for insane and unnecessary things you know so so yeah, so that that's that's how it was, you know, my first school. Uh my first school was also very uh it was very it was very adventurous. My first school introduced me it in, in introduced me into curiosity, you know, cuz I always there was always something to do. I was always I was always you know, doing something. We were always going to like you know to play sports or something, and we did like scout, scout, you know, boy scout and all that. I did all that, so it was a very, 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 very good school. Very good school, right? I made really good friends, even though from a young age I had a very, you know, I had a, I had a couple, you know, friends, you know, but then the funny part about it is, up until this the year ended. I always, I always, always wanted to escape. Okay, so, so, okay. So, days go by after my parents drop me off, and I get comfortable in that school. But then, I'm comfortable, but at the same time, I'm really not comfortable because why, in my head, I'm asking myself, why do I only see my parents? Why, why am I only seeing my parents once a week? Well, I can see them, you know, I can go back and I can see them and be like, hey, your child is here. Mind you, I am thinking this when I was six years old. I was planning to escape that school when I was six years old. And I, I've, I, I had like four attempts, which were all fails. One of them was, one of them was, there was my mom's friend literally lived like a block away from the school, and I knew this because one time, because she she was always at my, uh, she she always came to our house, you know, she was always nice. But then one time, me and my mom, we went to, we we went to her place, and then I figured out, wait, so this is where her her house is literally a distance away from my school. So why am I here, being stuck at this place that I don't even like? Why well, can't just go to my mom's friend? So throughout this, all during this this time period, it was just me just trying to escape the school. I I I this school was in the middle of, it was in the middle of the forest. There was just trees everywhere, and I don't know why my young mind always just like, always just say you know just just keep going, just 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 run, just go to the go go outside to the forest and just just follow follow the road, follow the road, you know. And I've done that. I did that a couple of times. And then, like, I, I'll i go. I don't know how I do it. I'm not sh- entirely sure because, you know, it's, it was a long time ago. But I still remember my mind and how I've, I was strongly motivated to escape that school like it was a prison. I did everything I could. I think I even told a couple kids and and i i tried i tried everything i think i've had i did like succeed one time or i think i did succeed one time like i left i was like running like i don't know i went somewhere and then i was like wait 
I don't know how to actually get to my, my parents' house. And then I went back, something like that. So that school really, really, that school really opened up my curiosity about everything, about my surroundings. I, I was always just looking around. I was always just finding, just, just, you know, just being by myself because I was by myself. So I had all this free time by myself other than school and, and whatnot, you know. And another thing that really built up my curiosity was the principal of that school always carried this really, like, large picture Bible textbook. I don't know where he got it from, but this, like, I remember he would come to a class and when he, like, when he opened it, it was like magic. Like, it was just like, oh my God, look at all this, 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 um, all these saints and, 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 uh, and all these prophets and all that. And my favorite was Solomon, you know, Solomon was always my favorite whatever the my favorite all my old time favorite bible person is Solomon just because you know he got tempted by women bro like you know and women are deadly out here and i've been tempted by women all the time man women are my weakness so even from a young age i realized that women ain't shit sometimes <laughs> you know <laughs> but yeah so that was my first school. I don't really remember a lot because that was such a long time ago. And then I transferred out to, I went to another school, which was called St. Jude. It was a, it was a, it was another private school that was, that was started by, that was started by an Australian, this Australian lady who I guess was bored, you know, bored to being in Australia and just decided to come to Africa and to start a school. So, you know, she started the school. Right now the school is like the top school in Tanzania, but at that time it was such a small school. So, so you know, so we had a lot of freedom, you know. It was very, it was, it was such a good school because I was there for, from, uh, I was. I think they took me back a grade. I've always been taking back a grade. I don't know why. I'm not sure, but I was in kindergarten there. I think I I, I did kindergarten twice in two different schools. So I went. I went to St. Jude and I did kindergarten, which was like from from kindergarten to third grade of at that school was the most just like adventurous action packed it was just everything you know what i'm saying it was everything it was everything you know i was such a like i was such a smart kid but i was not at the same time smart you know what i'm saying like i wasn't book smart but, like, I remember, like, I would answer all the questions in class, like, science and all that, like, how do all that history. I knew all about that, you know, all about that stuff, and it was always so interesting. But I I was a bad grade taker, yeah, like, exam taker, so. So, yeah, and fourth grade came, came in. <sighs> Wow, hold up. Hold up. I just had a brain fart.
Okay, so I was gonna explain to you guys, and I was gonna break it down for you in my life story and all that from from whatever schools I I went to and all that. But I think I found something that I want to talk to talk about that I haven't really really went back. You know, it, it involves the school, the second school that I went to, and this was in fourth grade. So. So the school that the St. Jude school that I went to was obviously started by by an Australian lady and her whole mission in in Tanzania was to help the you know those kids with needy to take those kids with needy and to take them to good you know to her school which was you know which provided very good education and you know meal and all that you know it was just taking kids who could not afford good schools, and she brought them to her school. And by the time when the school started, it, it that was the main mission. But uh, the the early kids who were there were mostly kids who who could you know could survive a little bit. You know, could pay tuition, which I was one of them. You know, I was one of the you know the the, the early early kids who were there who still you know paid the whole tuition. You know. Basically, you know, I had no sponsors. Yeah, her her um her whole thing was she brought in sponsors from other countries, and they would sponsor a kid, so they would pay for their tuition and all that. And I didn't have that because my parents were, you know, pretty good. So so that yeah so that's that school kept growing and growing and growing. More kids came in as more kids with you know unprivileged kids came in. Those privileged kids started, you know, leaving, started transferring out, you know, I saw a couple of my friends go, you know, leave and all that, and then I was one of the few left, I think, in my grade, I think I was the only one, yeah, in fourth grade, I was the only, you know, quote, you know, I'm gonna put quote on this, privileged kid on that campus in my grade, and I always, you know, I would just, you know, I always, I was always good in class. I always talk in class, you know. I, I knew my shit, you know. I, I used to watch, you know, the news. I used to read newspapers and all that. So I'll be in class. I'll be answering questions and all that. And some, some teachers, some students had, did not like that. They, they did not like my curiosity. They, they thought that. I was trying to be ahead, you know, I was trying to be better than everyone else. You know, I remember in third grade, kids in my class used to call me Mr. Know-it-all. Yeah, I remember they used to call me Mr. Know-it-all, and I used to, I, I used to, I, like, I used to not get it, like, what? I'm just answering questions. And I was also very talented at drawing, and I was my, the best drawer in class, but they, <coughs> but, <coughs> hold up. But they'll also be like, oh, you copied on that. And I am very competitive. I am very, very competitive. So stuff like that really bothers me. Like, yo, like, what are you talking about, bro? I'm doing all this and you just going to disrespect me like that. So that was, I've, like, I always fall back. You know, I always hated that. So, yeah, so I did all that. Played soccer. I was, I was everywhere. And I guess some kids, some kids liked it. Some kids were cool with me, some didn't. Some teachers were cool with me, some teachers were not, you know, because they thought I was just, you know, oh, I paid a tuition, so I'm just going to be here and all that. 
you know, just chilling and messing around, which I wasn't. And I was a bad student. I was a very troublemaking student, but, you know, I really just wanted to pay attention in class. I just wanted to learn, you know, stuff like that. So, so fourth grade was very, 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 very life-changing for me and very interesting because that was the first year the the lady who started the school made uh they moved they 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 built another campus a few miles away from the original campus and they put dorms over there so the school became a dorm you know at boarding school became a partial boarding school it was once you reach fourth grade you're in boarding school until whatever secondary high school all that until you graduate right and then it was like you you go you you go you go to school from so from Sunday Sunday to Friday Friday no so, yeah no Sunday to Thursday you it's boarding and then Friday you go home and then you come back Sunday so it was that so that was very life changing because once again I was put and you know I, I was put I felt isolated you know I felt myself I, I felt like I had no support sometimes you know yeah I was very like I was I was I was put apart from everyone else and I didn't know how to I didn't know how to uh see it I didn't know how to speak it out but it was just it was little things that happened to me that it was just like why me you know what i'm saying for example one of the one of the um one one day okay so i've been getting detentions all my life and i'll agree you know i was a troublemaker i used to get detention you know silly things dumb shits right but this time i remember i was in class i was in computer class and we were in we were doing encyclopedia right and we're encyclopedia, you know, they were like, oh, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this, you gotta do this. But then I had a computer at home, so I kinda, I kinda knew my way through, you know, the whole encyclopedia, encycl- whatever, encyclopedia website. So I remember we were doing something, right? And then I did it early and I was done. And then I decided to check. To look at the Ugandan dictator, the Idi Amin, right? Why you ask? Because at that time, my sister, my older sister, was in Uganda. She was in a boarding school in Uganda, and I don't know what it was. I've, you know, you, you know, you hear stories about all oh, dictators and this man. He was bad. He was so. You know, my curious, my curious mind wanted to know more about him. So I typed in Idi Amin. That and I started looking at his history. Found out he was a chef, he was a cook in the I don't know British Army or something like that. You know, I read all this, everything. You know, I did all that. I did, looked at information when he joined the army, all that. And then this teacher comes in, and then he looks around and he's like, "What? What are you doing? This is not what you're supposed to be doing. What are you doing?" And then I don't know. I I was confused because it was like. Cause I kept telling them, oh my, I I don't know if I made it worse, but I was like, my sister is, she goes to school in Uganda, so I just wanted to know how life is over there, and he's he took that, 
very wrong. Like, he took that very bad, like, very negative. It's like, I, in a way, I disrespected him because I, I went, you know, against his, his whatever, his, his, you know, his rules and all that. But I, okay, I get it. Yeah, it's all that, but, like, I didn't, I don't think I deserved a detention from that. So I got a detention, I was like, I was just shocked. I was like, wait, why do I get, why am I getting a detention from, for looking at another country, for studying another country, right? So that was, that was another, one of the um, examples. Another example was, no, wait, it was the same, yeah, it was, hold up, it was the same teacher, once I got that detention, I felt bad, and I was like, I am not going to that detention, I remember, and I had like a mini, mini, mini rebel that, like, I, like it was me, and I had like two kids, somehow I convinced two of my friends to come with me, and we started rebelling, I think on that, if if not that, it was something else, bro. Fourth grade for me, I was just against the teachers. I I did not like those teachers. I felt like they were being mean to me and all that, because I was you know I was different and all that. So I I, I rebelled, and then <laughs> I rebelled once school ended, and then like I would rebel like a couple of days. Like I would just not do anything, you know. And then so that happened, and then I kept getting in trouble. And then one time, alright. And then one day, alright. So we're in the library, and I never, I never, I've never talked about this. I don't know why I'm talking about it right now. I guess it's good content, but it's very. I like. I need to go back. I rem- I still remember the day when this happened. So. So I'm in the book. I'm in the library. I don't know why we couldn't borrow the books, but we were in the library for like an hour, you know, regular class. And we were looking through books and stuff like that. And then I came across this Rome, this um, this graphic no- novel about the Roman Empire. I think it was the Roman Empire. It was one of. It was either Roman or Greek mythology. Roman Empire, Roman mythology. It was one of those, but it was very interesting. And you know, like Roman and Greek, just any stories from that is like they're very interesting. They're very fun to read. They're very just like oh my god, like big Greeks and whatever. They're so awesome. But so I read that, and then I read the graphic, you know, and then that put me like I felt good, you know. I felt like I needed that book. I needed to have that book and keep reading it and really study, right? So I look so. I looked, I'm like, but wait, we can't, we cannot get, we can't borrow the books. But then I don't know when I'll come back in, and I don't know if I'll ever see this book, this book again. So I decided, so, okay, so I did, yeah, I decided I took the book and then I put it under my cardigan, inside my cardigan. And then, and then we're about to leave. <laughs> And then there was a line, you know, something like that. And then I don't know. I thought I thought it was good, you know. I don't. I didn't. I didn't think that. I'm pretty sure my disguise was pretty cool. You know, my book was there. You know, it was pretty flat. You know, it wasn't like a thick book, so I don't think it was noticeable. So you know, kids started passing by, and then I go through the door, and I think, I, and I thought I was good, and then I got stopped. Hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing, child? What what, what you got in there? And I was like. N- n- nothing, 
And then they brought me back in, right? And then everybody left. And then they were like, okay, so what do you have in there? And then I pulled out the book. And then that's it. They they just they just took the book and then they sent me out, right? So I thought I was good. You know, I thought I was good, you know. And a couple of days go by, kids, you know, one of one of the kids I knew kept telling me I was in I remember we were in art class and he kept telling me, Bro, they're about to kick you out, man. They're about to kick you out. And I kept telling I kept telling him like what no way, they're not about to kick me out. What you talking about? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Right? And crazy thing is, they actually kicked me out. But they here's the thing. They first suspended me. And then they later expelled me for the same thing. So I got I got a I got suspended. I got sent home that day for stealing the book, which was fair. Okay, I stole a book. Okay, I go, boom. And then I come back a few days later and everything is smooth and this kid just kept telling me like, bro, they're gonna suspend you, bro. They they're about to expel you. Like this is it for you, you're not coming back. And I'm like, what? But I thought I already served my term. But, you know, it's kids. You know, I'm it's, it's, it's a kid, same age as me. I'm not going to believe him. And then, lo and behold, a teacher comes in and he's like, oh, Warren, <laughs> stop, uh, return all your textbooks and collect all your items and come to the office. And I'm like, what? And then at this time, so I told my mom everything. So my mom already knew about this, right? And then she was also like, what? Like, you already suspended him, so I mean, you're yeah. If he's already suspended, why is he getting expelled? So I, so yeah. All in all, at the end, I got expelled from that school. But I think I feel like that school hated me, especially third third grade and fourth grade. It was just bad energy. I could not do anything without getting ter- without getting bad looks. I was always getting bad looks from teachers and. And some students, it was always like it was always just me against other kids around there and other you know other teachers. So, so I was very, I really like, that really beat me up so fast. Like I, I thought me getting expelled. I was like, yep, that's it's over. My life is over. I'm just gonna be home. <laughs> I'm just gonna stay at home and not go to school. I n- never in a million years. Did I ever thought that I was gonna get expelled from a school? You hear stories about kids getting expelled, like you see your friends that, oh yeah, I got expelled. But when it happens to you, it's almost like, wait, this is actually happening. Like, I'm actually not about to come back and see any of my friends. Like, they made me pack up all my stuff for my dorm, bro. Like, I had to repack everything. Like, I, I look like, I looked like I was, which I was, kicked out like some girl's house. But you know. It was like that. So, yeah, so that happened. And surprisingly, my mom was not mad at me. You know, she never told my dad because my dad was out of the country. But she she did, she did was not mad at me. She was disappointed, but she was not mad at me. She knew I was very curious. I, I read a lot of books, and I just felt like, yo, I, why were they not... Why were they not borrowing books out here? Like, it's a library. I need to borrow books. I need to go home and read. And I used to read. They knew. That school, that school knew that I read a lot of books. They knew I read a lot of books. They knew I was so curious, you know? Yeah. So, I left that school in fourth grade. And, you know, it's crazy. In, in, in Tanzania, the education system, 
fourth grade is where they take this very like big national exam. It's fourth grade, and then you take another one at seventh grade. So that fourth grade, it was just, it was just us preparing. It's just the, it was just the school preparing us for taking that national exam. And I don't know what it is, but I knew deep down that I was not gonna do good in that exam, especially math. I knew I was not gonna be in the top whatever, top ten, all that. I knew it was not gonna be over there. I was I was down there. I was like in the sixties because it was basically the whole school, the whole fourth grade. It was a big fourth grade class, and I was down there, man. It was, it was very sad. And from from that from during like during that time, I really just started. I started having that anger towards school, like in being in class and learning, and just not like I figured out that I was not really good at school, and just taking I was taking classes and homeworks and all that, you know, so. So that also that also was created from back then, you know, from a young age, you know, which is crazy. I don't know, it's crazy how like your past really shapes you and whatever happened to you is what you know stays with you. Nothing goes away, man. Like so, I went. I went to. I went to another school. Went to a much better school, a, a, a much westernized school, you know. So that was fun. I did two years over there, and then boom, I came to the, the Americas. And when I came here, I came here at a very, I came to America at a very vulnerable age. Very, very, very vulnerable age. An age where a person can take advantage of you, and that's what happened to me. Because I came here in seventh grade. Seventh grade, I only took a I did I did like two three months of seventh grade, and I did eighth grade, which eighth grade was all right, you know, but then high school, oh my god, high school was just like, oh man, high school was brutal, man. Oh my god, high school was so brutal. I was so vulnerable. I did not. High school felt like high school felt like every every move every every. Every choices, every choice I made was like a bad choice. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know who who was my friend. Like it was just, it was it just went back to me choosing the wrong high school. Me not having a really like like a like a, a, an older kid or yeah an older kid my age who knows where I'm from to really guide me through, you know, this, because back home in Tanzania, I always had, I had uncles, I had cousins who would come visit, so I always knew, you know, I, I, I learned the, the, you know, my manners, you know, my, 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 like, what to, what to do as a man, you know, I was just, I was on my way to becoming my own man, my own man, you know, from a young age because of what I saw. I saw people around me and, you know, I really, I, they, they inspired me. People around me inspired me. I didn't really have, you know, how people have, you know, oh, this celebrity is my inspiration. No, I had people who used to live with me who inspired me. My cousins, my uncle, I used to see, like, I got into sports because of my uncles. They used to play in my backyard. Like, it was stuff like that. I used to see those men. I'm like, bro, I want to be just like them. I wanted to be like like that. And I became that 
from like fourth from from like third grade to up up until I left. I was very I was my own self, you know. I was very, you know, I was still a troublemaker, you know, as any other kid, as any other boy, but I was my own man, you know what I'm saying? I could I could stand up for myself, you know. But then when I came here, it was a whole nother world. It was a whole nother world. A whole nother world that I did not expect. I thought I was good by high school. I was not. I did not know what I walked into. It's just, It's only now that I am... That I just found myself, you know what I'm saying? It's only recently that I just found myself, and I'm still just trying to find myself, and I'm still trying to keep up with the world. I'm trying to get, get back, get back on the, you know how you ever see like Formula One when the, the cars go to the pit stop? Like I'm like I was, I'm in the pit stop right now, and I need to get back to the track. I need to go back to be first place. And that's what I'm doing. And it's very scary, man. It's very... It's intense because I feel like I have a lot of pressure, you know, for unnecessary pre- pressure, you know what I'm saying? So I I have to do that, you know. So I back home, I did... Uh, I did... I was always active. I did theater. I did drama. I played sports. I was very... I was... I was opened to the masses. I, I, I was open to be judged and to be criticized from a young age. I learned how to do to deal with that. People talking to me and telling me this, 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 and that. I was open to that. But for some reason, when I came here, it was just like, if you do this, this, and this, then you're not cool. But if you do this, this, and this, you're going to be with the cool kids. And, well, well, you know, as any other kid that had, knows nothing about anything, I chose, you know, I don't want to be with the cool kids. But then that, that may be a very introvert person, which I think I'm in between. Sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm an, whatever, ex, ex, I don't know, the extrovert, the opposite of introvert. So, you know, I used to be uh, the opposite of that. You know, because I was very entertaining. I was always just out there. But then when I came here, eighth grade, I was the I was kind of this. I was like in between. I was you know active. I did theater over here. I did choir. I did. I had a solo. I had two solos. This African kid, who only who's just been here for like a year or two, had a solo. I had a solo. I sang in front of kids. I didn't even know. I did all this, and I feel good. I still had that. I still had that fire in me that brought me from back home. But then the first mistake that I made was I chose a high school that was not that was not good for me in a way. You know what I'm saying? So that was the, that was the one of the big choices that I made. On the choices that I didn't really sit down and really think 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 through you know what i'm saying yeah i i made that choice out of fear you know so so i paid you know i paid the price i paid the price now i'm here and i feel much wiser and yeah that's i guess that's all i have for today i don't know what else i can talk about uh I'm trying to get high so
I said, that's that's all I have. All in all, all I can I gotta tell you is just follow your dreams, man. Don't let anybody stop you, bro. Like life is too short. Life is too short. None of this makes sense. None, none, none of like all this like. We're all just gonna like die, and everything's just gonna stay. People, life is gonna keep going, moving on. So, why are we too? Why do we spend too much time for others, while we can just you know spend that time for to ourselves? You know, be alone sometimes. Be in your room for like the whole day or something. Don't talk to anybody. You know. Go grocery shopping without putting it on Snap. You know, do something just by yourself, without the world knowing, and you're gonna end up feeling good. I know it's, it's like, it's like it's been put out there to, it's been put out there that if you if you do this if if you're just if you, by yourself if you're not putting anything online then you're a loner you're a loser but it's really not. That's just all the internet. At the end of the day. Nobody really cares whether you put something on on social media or not. You know what I'm saying? So just 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 be yourself. Be yourself. Do you? And nobody's gonna tell you shit. And and but also you gotta realize by being yourself, you gotta be open for criticism. You gotta be open for people. You gotta be open for a person to walk up to you and say, "I hate you," or "You're amazing," or "You're beautiful," or "You're ugly," and stuff like that. And I like, I used to t- I used to handle that pretty good up until high school, and it was just I don't know. I completely lost myself in high school. High school was very terrible for me. I was honestly saying right now. Obviously, there was good moments. I've had good, good, good moments. I had very, like, it was, high school was very good for me, but also it was very bad. And I will remember the bad from the high school and the good. So, and that will always help me to stay motivated. And that's what's helping me right now to stay motivated. And, yeah, and, you know, I ain't shit yet. (laughs) I didn't, you know, I don't know where, you know, I don't know. I feel like I have too many things in my hand right now, and I just want to succeed. You know what I'm saying? I just want to. I don't want to say be happy. I just want to. Just I want to. I. I'll be happy, when, I think I will be happy, when, my mother and my little brothers and my dad, are in a in a safe house, safe home. I'm treating, you know, I, I'm taking care of them, you know, I'm buying them food, you know, I'm just taking care of them. I know that's when I would just be like, you know what? Yeah, I, f- I think I feel good. I think I feel good for the moment, you know. It's all right to feel good at the moment, you know. So, yeah, until then, I'm out here just still trying to find myself, man. Just trying to find that little curious boy from... That little, yeah, that little six-year-old kid that wanted to escape. I'm still trying to find that. Because that was me not caring about what anybody said. And uh, it was just me just dealing with the consequences for whatever reason I did because I know it was worth it. So, yeah, that's all I got for today.